I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hi, I'm Michael Sestouli and welcome to Cinemates, a podcast for a bunch of mates chat about cinema over some drinks. In this episode, I'm joined by Annie Griner and Pat Hogan. And together with Annie and Pat, we talk about the 2000 Christmas classic, how the Grinch Stole Christmas, directed by Ron Howard and starring Jim Carrey, Taylor Momsen, and Jeffrey Tambor. While drinking some eggnog, we discuss Carrie's method acting, the film's stunning makeup and production design, and where it sits amongst the greatest Christmas films of all time. As always, make sure you're following Cinemates wherever you get your podcasts and leave a five-star review to support us. Now sit back and enjoy this episode of Cinemates. Got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Open the pod bay doors now. Keep your friends close, but your enemies close. I am nothing! Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Keep busy, Larry. Annie and Pat, welcome to the podcast. How are we going? Really well. How are you? Very excited to be here. I'm good. Good to hear. We've got a huge episode and we're going to be talking about one of the greatest Christmas movies of all time. But just before we dive in, what are we drinking today on this episode, Annie? This is a bit of a Christmas special, a bit of yeah. an eggnog Kahlua situation. Mm. Actually quite nice. It is we've, actually really we've good. Com- we've converted Pat. Yeah, yes. a bit of a convert now. I, I'd never tried eggnog and it's fucking good. So eggnog Kahlua, get around it. So whenever we have new guests on the podcast, we like to see who they are and what they like to watch. So we run them through what we're calling the Cinemates Gauntlet. Five questions about cinema. First question, Annie. Mm-hmm. Most memorable movie that you saw in cinemas. You're going to think that I'm just saying this. Genuinely, one of the best movies I've ever seen in cinema, um, A Christmas Carol. Ooh. Because very festive. it was the first one I ever saw in 3D. Okay. And I remember, I just, I was so young and it's kind of a scary movie and mm. I remember walking out and being like, <laughs> yeah. what was that? Yeah, it is pretty dark. Is that the Jim Carrey? It's Jim Carrey. Yeah, yeah. animated yeah, right. one. Yeah, yeah nice. Yeah. That's a good flick. Mm. Next question, fastest TV show binge. For sure, it would be It's a Sin. Did you watch that okay. with Ollie Never. Alexander? Never watched it. So it was a UK one. It was amazing. It was okay. 100%. That was the fastest one I ever watched. How fast are we talking? I'm, to- I'm talking potentially a, a day. What? Oh, my God. Yeah, how, no, many, no, how many episodes are there? 
think they were like eight. Maybe. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a hungover Sunday, never leave your bedroom Probably. type situation. Yeah, no, yeah it, was, nice. it, was, it was great. It was amazing. Good. Love that. Next question. Favorite Australian movie? Mine would be, I was tossing up between two. Okay. A massive Ned Kelly fan. Mm. And I loved the movie. Yep. I actually am. <laughs> I actually am. Huge and fan Heath of Ledger Bush Ranger. <laughs> He's yeah. Just obviously gorgeous as well. Yeah. Also, Nitrum, Nitrum. Yes. Nitrum, have you seen that? I have. No, I that, was, that was amazing. That was seriously good. About um Martin Bryant, the Port Arthur. Port Arthur. Yeah, Mera. right. Yeah. Okay. Um, yes, yeah, so good. And the actor in that was amazing. He's American. And he's he, American. He's um he was in Get Out, I think. Yes. Yes. Brother in Get Out. Yeah, he's he was amazing. So I kind of I was like, is that Australian? But it, it is. Yeah. A, an Australian director. Would recommend Nitram. It's seriously good. Mm-hmm. Uh next question, a movie that you think everyone needs to see? My favorite movie of all time, The Blind Side. Oh, Just nice. such a feel good, like yeah. such a deep, gets you in the feels every time. It does. Sandra yeah. Bullock, incredible. Amazing. It's such a heartwarming so, yeah. movie as well. Oh, the for best. Sure. Yeah. So good. Last question. TV show that you're watching at the moment? White Lotus. Nice. <laughs> watch the final episode. Yeah, good. <gasps> oh I, um, I'm watching it as well. No spoilers. I yeah. haven't seen the finale yet, so I'm very keen. Yeah. Going to watch it after this. So to listeners out there who haven't seen The Grinch yet, what would we say about the movie in one word and what would we rate it out of five stars? Who look, wants to kick it off? Look, I had, I had three and a half here. Okay. And I don't want to take away from the brilliance of, of the Grinch, but three and a half optimistically. That's coming from a place of love. Yeah. And your word? Uh, the word is misunderstood. Okay. And I suppose we can dive into that a little bit more later. But I feel like we all have a little bit of Grinch inside of us. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I love it. Annie? Oh, um, so I gave it a four out of five just yep. because... I just feel like for the time, it was such a, it's just such a beautiful movie to mm, watch, start yep. to finish. Um, you know, it can be a bit long-winded at times. Yep. Um, hence the four, but it, it is one of my favorites. So it did get a four. And and my word was nostalgic. Nice. Excellent. Good choice there. <clears throat> I'm going to give it a three and a half. Um, same as Pat, I think it's good. Um, and the word that I associated with it was heartwarming. Um, I think it's, you know, all about that Christmas spirit, sit down, you can't help but smile while watching it. Yeah. You know, as far as like fours and fives go, you know, I give them for different things. So yeah, yeah. still, still a good rating. And let's dive in now. I think I just want to come right out and say, I don't know if I told either of you this and the listeners are going to hate me, but. I shamefully watched it for the first time for this. Shame, shame. I have not seen the Grinch. For shame, sir. (laughs) I know. That is not nice. I know. I used to watch like every single kids movie ever, you know, smashing Christmas movies, Home Alone, Love Actually, you name it. But this, I just weirdly hadn't seen it. That's up there with one of the great um, shameful cinemates moment. I don't think it takes a cake for me not watching Harry Potter, but it's up there. (laughs) Maybe maybe I should just stop this right now and just quit it (laughs) all. Kind of shame. Um, But first reaction, I really liked it. Mm -hmm. I thought um, overall it's definitely kind of quirky and I think I would have appreciated it more as a kid watching it for the first time. Yeah. But I think nonetheless, heartwarming as fuck, Christmas movie, and I think as far as like the production and costuming and makeup goes, 
like for a movie that was 22 years ago, it's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think overall? 100%. Like I definitely, um, you know, think that it was ahead of its time as far as a Christmas classic. I think mm. it'll always remain that way. Um, I think the cult following that it's kind of gained over the years is absolutely deserving. Like if we're talking about the podium of, of Christmas films, this is very, very high up there. Mm. Um, sure. So, yeah, it's always a good one. It's kind of just like a never fail yeah. um, kind of film to get you in the Christmas spirit or get you through a very dark Sunday. So, yeah. <laughs> totally. yeah. And I, I'm sad for yeah. you. I feel like you've missed, like, I feel like the, such a big part of the movie is, like, watching it as a kid. Yeah. And all those feelings it, like, brings up. Like, I remember when I would watch it as a kid, there were so many parts that I found really, really scary. And mm. then there are parts that you can obviously appreciate more as an adult, like re-watching it, I'm like, there was so many like sexual like innuendos. I know. Yeah. Really yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I the, noticed that the, as well. The swinger party, like with the keys in the box. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, I, which you completely miss as a kid, but then as an adult, that's why I feel like it kind of, yeah. can, you know, at any age, it's it's a great watch. Yeah, absolutely. I, I feel like they put those like little Easter eggs in there, like in these like kids films sometimes just for like the parents. Yeah. Travel, yeah. Like, yeah. Every once in a while. Literally. Like, when they have to watch them eight times in a row. Like, <laughs> yeah. Sure. yeah. Yeah. I think um, just while we're on the topic of that, I think there was a moment where uh, the Grinch first comes to Whoville in the first time in ages and he's like kind of pranking everyone and he lands with his head in Martha's like cleavage. Yeah. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like that did not age well at all. Like why is that in here? Um, but yeah, there were a few uh, sort of weird and, and dark scenes. But nonetheless, yeah, I think I was just smiling the whole time. And I think that Jim Carrey's performance in this is incredible. He's incredibly funny. And I think that the way that he acts in the movie and obviously the character he's playing, but like, can you imagine like what he would have been like on set? Like imagine being, um, what's her name? Imagine being Cindy, oh, Cindy little, Lou. Little Taylor yeah. Mumps, is it Momsen? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like imagine being her and oh my God. acting with Jim Carrey, like being this like playful character. And he, he's like proper method actor, right? Like yeah. he would have been well and truly into it. Yeah, yeah. Well, he talks about how this was like one of the most challenging roles of all time for him in terms yeah. of like definitely on that method acting piece. And then I know like obviously I'm not sure if you're um, obviously a friend of the show here, uh, Graham Norton. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he was made an appearance on there and was Me and talking, Graham go way back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was um, talking about how um, he was in – obviously this huge green furry get up every day mm. on set and was actually talking about um, methods that like special forces would resist like torture. Mm. Right. And then was like coughing up fur and like smoking to overcome all this pain. It was just like, yeah, obviously such a big challenge for him. Yeah. So it would have been so funny for him to be around on set as well. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I read up that as well and – uh, Kerry said that it felt like being buried alive, mm. being in the costume. Yeah. And they filmed it over a year and obviously all his scenes he has to be in the costume and makeup. And he was in it for 92 days and it took eight hours to put on every single day. So you can imagine like how genuinely painful it was and he's playing this like kind of animated crazy character. Yeah. Um, but the apparently the set didn't like him because he – 
would randomly just leave the set on like days on end, not explain anything. Yeah, doesn't right. surprise me. And then he would just return and like get back into it. And he later admitted on the Graham Norton show as well that he was actually struggling with addiction at the time. So yeah, right. Yeah, right. crazy, crazy filming. Um, but nonetheless, amazing performance. Yeah, totally. Um, if you actually think about that cast and you have a look at like, the likes of who was on there mm. um, and like Jeffrey Tambor, like um, Bryce Dallas Howard as well. Yeah. Just all these names that we've Anthony come Hopkins to know and love. Mm, Anthony yeah. Hopkins. Like it was Crazy. actually stacked as well. It was. And also... If anyone wants an interesting um, look up, look up Bryce Dallas Howard in The Grinch. She has, um, yeah, I suppose, um, grown, I suppose, into a completely different person <laughs> yeah. to how she was portrayed on that film. So, yeah. Do you, can I tell you a little fun fact? So yeah. uh, the director, Ron Howard, that's her dad, right? And yeah, I don't right. know if you watch at the end of the movie, it's dedicated to Jean Howard and mm. it says to the one who loved Christmas the most, which was his mum. So oh, the movie is so actually littered with like the Howard family. So yeah. his brother's in it, um, nieces, nephews, daughter. So that's like Bryce Dallas Howard's in yeah. it. She's in it for like, I don't even know, two yeah. seconds. Yeah, I think, her, I think yeah. her like character is surprised who. Yeah. Where yeah. she's, you know, appears, <laughs> yeah. we can't be sure. But yeah. Yeah, wow. That was really sweet. Yeah. yeah I wonder really if sweet. the Grinch was like a metaphor for someone in the family. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe, it was, maybe it was like a bit of a dark horse yeah. of the family. All the uncles are like looking around at each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who did this? Yeah. Um, got another fun fact for you. They cast a lot of different people for this role of the Grinch. Um, with the likes of Jack Nicholson, Robin Williams, Dustin Hoffman, Tom Hanks, Tim Curry and Eddie Murphy all could have played the Grinch. I feel like it has Crazy. to come from that really deep-seated, like, almost dark comedy, you know? Mm. Like, like Jack Nicholson would have been amazing. You can, I feel yeah. like, can see that. Yeah, I can't like, see him, like, seeing, bouncing around as much, though. Imagine seeing Robin Williams. Like, yeah. that would be, yeah, rest in peace I re- to the I re- goat. I think but. they all would have brought something different. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's crazy to think that. It must have been important who they picked because apart from – the Dr. Seuss book, there had never really been like a, a characterization mm. necessarily. Like, so like the mannerisms, the laughs, like yeah. distinct like laugh. All from like a children's book. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think Jim Carrey was able to like so clearly like work mm. out what he, how Manifest he wanted to that, do that. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And do it so well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's dive into some parts that we liked or didn't like about the film. I think, again, shamefully being a first-time viewer of the movie. Um, I think that Cindy Lou as a character, I first sort of started to see her early scenes. I was like, oh, this is going to be like really cringe. But she's just adorable and such a good character. What do you guys think of her? Yeah, she's like every child, like if they were to enter this film set, you know, like yeah. just like so naive and just sweet, like, you know, kind of embracing that Christmas cheer mm. of Whoville. So, um, yeah, she's just like such a people pleaser and, um, you know, had that empathy to allow the Grinch to really open up in the end, which was nice. So, mm. yeah, I, she was such a, um, she, I also like loved that they picked like a little girl to be the one that like yeah. pushed back a little yeah. bit mm. and you know come out with these big like this you know Christmas isn't just about this it's yeah about, you know we've got to love everyone and absolutely yeah, the teeth yeah the teeth. it's all iconic it is yeah. um 
I think the like the way that she was able to because I think in the book um the character is meant to be like barely two years old or something. Yeah. Um but she was meant she was obviously older, but I think that choice was good. Like I obviously yeah. haven't read how the Grin stole Christmas recently, but <laughs> um yeah, I just thought she was such a great character and again was able to kind of challenge the Grinch where everyone else just saw this like guy who at the end of the day was just severely bullied and I know. They he was caused, misunderstood. Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah. Um he was just seriously bullied and I was like why is everyone hating on this guy just cuz he's different? Um but yeah, she was able to kind of bring him into the light which I loved. Um another funny scene for me was when the Grinch when she first goes to the Grinch's like house and he's already tormented her with the like present wrapping yeah. thing. Yeah. And then uh, he tries to like scare her and like thinks that all the kids are scared. So he's just like playing all these like little pranks on her. But I don't know if you guys have seen this meme, but there's this video on like Facebook and things. And it's when he's like barking at her, he's like, and he, it's like, yeah. and it's like when, when like your friends say, don't rile the dog up. And yeah. then it's the yeah. Grinch doing that. Um, so, so funny. what do you guys think of that sort of, part of the movie that's, i reckon that's that's the best that's one of the best scenes like after he, she like goes to the lair and invites mm. him down yeah for the, what is it the hibernation yeah. yeah it's called and um yeah so that that scene and and he's then toying with like whether or not to go down and mm. he's like what would i wear and he's yeah. like yeah. trying on the different outfits yeah and he has that amazing line of um you know when he's talking about you know his schedule mm. for the, oh, you know? yeah. and it's like you know Four o'clock. You know. Hating myself. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, Wallow in self-pity. Stare into the abyss. Yeah. Like 30 jazz size. You know, like all these things that are so, yeah, I just think it's such a, such a great line. I think that's Five o'clock, that solve world hunger. Tell no one. <laughs> yeah, no one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's seriously good. And I think um, Jim Carrey actually improved a lot of those like sort of jokey parts. So I wonder if some of that was that as well. But such a funny moment and... If you think about it, it's again quite dark. Like to think that this guy does this every single day. Yeah. Doesn't have any friends other than his dog, Max. Um, but he's yeah. got a lonely existence. I up think there. I think he loves that though. Like for the time being, until you know, Cindy uh Cindy Lou kind of <laughs> opens that up. Like mm-hmm. I think um, you know, he was, you know, quietly content with, you know, obviously um six thirty dinner with me every night and you know, nine o'clock. Um slipping slowly into madness as well so um that schedule seemed to do him just fine and um but i think obviously seeing that transition um into getting into the christmas cheer was was quite interesting and Mm. and good to watch as well yeah for sure what were some other favorite moments for you guys people i know have like mixed feelings about it but like Mm. this i feel like the songs that they incorporate into it like there's like three main songs and like where are you Christmas, which everyone mm. knows. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like, as you say, like there are so many parts of that movie that have been completely um, like they've gone viral on like yeah. TikTok and everything. Absolutely. And yeah. there was that whole thing with that song and you do the nose thing where you mm. stick your sticky yeah. tape. But, um, and I just feel like that that scene's really beautiful. And that's what yeah. it turns with, you know, what is Christmas really all about? It feels different this year. Absolutely. And then that the, the next one, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch, mm. when he's hatching the whole plan and everything, yeah. I just yeah. feel like, that that is 
one of the best parts of the movie for sure. I kind of like the the villain, um, you know, kind of plot as well. Like from when he was a really young kid, like that scene is just so funny to me in terms of like, um, you know, obviously um, getting the present ready as well, I think for Martha. or yeah. um, And then like kind of slowly seeing that snowball into the Grinch and like I mm. think like going from someone that was really naive and, um, you know, obviously seeing that unravel into like an evil mastermind. Yeah, <laughs> like, genuinely. Like, that made me cry. That that scene of him as like baby Grinch, young yeah. Grinch, is horrible. It it's is so, so bad. bad. Yeah. It's traumatizing, yeah. And yeah. they do it again when he comes down and they like make him the holiday cheer monster yes. and he feels finally like this is going great. And yeah. Then the mayor comes out with this shaver and it just brings him back to this is why I don't do this. This is why I stay yeah. up on my I think that's why I had like underlying fears as like an adolescent <laughs> for my first shave. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, like they're so mean to him with that. And I think, yeah, those scenes where, you know, he's trying to do a nice thing and made this whole present for Martha only to be completely bullied and like shamed in front of everyone. And again, we see how much trauma... It led and like he obviously grew up having to be alone and um, yeah, it was a sad moment. And I think that the way that it defined him kind of was fair, very fair enough, I think. Yeah. Um, but on the songs, I actually, again, hate to jump to like generalizations, but I thought, okay, this is going to be a bit cringe, mm-hmm. very Christmassy, but they were good. And like they... The, there was obviously the three main ones, but they each had like a key message that I think was important for the movie. Yeah, I agree. You know, reading up on it, I found it really interesting how, you know, obviously to make this movie, they had to get obviously a whole lot of, you know, artistic licensing and everything yeah. um, from the book. And that, you know, some of the best lines in that movie are original lines from the book. Mm. So I think there's like like one of the <clears throat> cutest ones I feel like in the whole thing is – when they talk about how his grit, how he, how his heart grew three sizes, the yeah, mm. that, you know, yeah, Cindy came up and everything, and mm. um, I love the way that they were able to incorporate some of those really beautiful lines from the book, yeah, and kind of put them into, I guess, the the movie where they felt you know was appropriate, and I, I just feel like they did that in a really great way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think, think that. Yeah, absolutely. I think like that was like obviously incorporating like Dr. Seuss's like, um, you know, I suppose writing was so important and integral to like, you know, this film as well. Mm. Um, And like such was like, you know, Anthony Hopkins kind of narration from the get-go, like Dr. Seuss just spitting bars from, you know, line one of the film. Yeah. And I think instantly referenced that like um, the Grinch's being born with like a heart twice or half the size or something Mm. um and then it grew um but yeah so so good and like just like you know dr seuss's films are always so nuanced in terms of like how they're presented so yeah Mm. it's it's great yeah and you can because i think if you compare it to something like cat in the hat which i also think was amazing yeah loved that movie as well excellent but i feel like i don't know i feel like the grinch kind of is one like when you think of a dr seuss book and then kind of relate it to a movie. I mm. feel like that's the one that comes to mind. I don't yeah. know if it has something to do with the, – because they're both completely like to watch. They're really engaging. They're f- yeah. full of colour yeah. and um, – but, yeah, I guess, you know, they there were elements of the story in itself that were 
stronger. And yeah, absolutely. Better in the movie. Well, because like you said before, Annie, like, I think this one was the first to be like adapted into a film. Yeah. And I guess in that sense, it like laid the platform. But um, like for all those other great movies. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's like whether they're animated or not, Cut in the Hat, uh, the Lorax, Horton Hears a Who, like they're all amazing. But um, what I thought was good about this one, again, you talked about the balance of like when they chose the actual like whole lines from the book and when they just had like their own dialogue. Yeah. And especially with Hopkins narration, which I didn't realize he was narrating till the end of the movie when saw the credits, but like his voice is amazing. But the way he was able to like bring out that like Dr. Zeus, Dr. Zeus um, kind of like tone and spirit. Like yeah. I was just having nostalgic feelings of like my primary school teacher or like someone reading that to me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was like ultimate like nostalgia just hearing that. And I think they balanced that really well. Yeah, totally. Um, I think as well if you are looking at kind of – I know we've spoken about it a little bit, but the white – like the wider casting, I think that um, it's Christine Baranski who plays Martha May who I yeah. also feel like was amazing in that. Yeah. Because she's got that like quintessential like sexy mm. – look but she's also like a who which is like one of the most adorable characters i feel like ever in history like they've yeah. got these cute little noses and everything and i feel like she plays that really well like mm. her mannerisms throughout the whole thing like her finding the grinch just always like so attractive <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah the time that she's younger and um 
I, you know, she was amazing. And the, um, the, you know, even the dad, like that really dorky dad, I mm. can't remember his name who plays him, but he's, um, he's great as well. Yeah. Which also, you know, I guess allowed Jim, Jim Carrey to go in there and yeah. just shine and bounce off these other great characters as well. Absolutely. I, um, yeah, I thought they were both great characters and great performances from Baranski and it was Bill Owen for Louis Luther. Right, yeah. Um, but the way that, and again, I can't remember the, like the law of the book, but, and like of Whoville, but yeah, the dad was just like this, like laid back, nice character, Always Most looking out for Cindy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like always looking out for Cindy Lou and like wanting her to have this great Christmas. Um, and yeah, Martha, like it was interesting because is it a way to think that the Grinch is like kind of like compared to everyone else in Whoville is like a bit of a... Outcast. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know, physically he's like very different to everyone else. Is that yeah. the idea? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, so on that, I think to think that she was just like innately attracted to him was interesting because like you've got Cindy Lou who like wants him to have a better life but then there's these other people who like cherish him for different mm. reasons yeah um I thought that was interesting yeah absolutely I thought it was like interesting as well in terms of like um and I, I know we're kind of saying there's a lot of interesting things about this film <laughs> <laughs> very interesting yeah, yeah after yeah. these egg nods. yeah I know <laughs> yeah, yeah you don't say <laughs> but like I think um the way that like because often you know the microcosm of the town in terms of like it being very small and like letting like the kind of uh, villain effect takeover, like, you know, even in the first opening scene where someone mentions the word <laughs> Grinch and the mayor's like, settle down, settle down. There's, yeah. no, <laughs> there's no Grinch around. Yeah. Um, and just like seeing that all kind of play out. Mm. Um, yeah, that was like, I sp- suppose, like one of the best themes of the movie, I reckon, in terms of breaking that stigma down a little bit and then mm. ultimately him getting his ultimate revenge, I suppose, journey out, which was great too. So, yeah, yeah. big time. Um, the so I think it's Mount Crumpet. That's what they call it. The the mountain is, where he lives. Okay, yeah. Is that I think it's meant to be the Matter the Matterhorn, like in Zermatt. You know. That yeah, mountain? I think so. I yeah. Remember going there and seeing it out my window, and I was like, I I know this place. I know that. Mountain. <laughs> it's a great. He's out there. And it made me so excited. I actually I went to the where they shot it in Universal Studios mm. and being there was also amazing because you can see like it looks... Hallowed ground. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. It's Wait, like, so they've kept it? Yeah, yeah. It's all kept, how it yeah, was. So, oh my I God. mean, I guess for people to go through yeah, and like yeah. have a look. But it's it's so interesting because it looks like the most magical place, right, mm. in this movie, the way that yeah. they shoot it. But once you're like you're in and amongst it, it's very like, it's quite industrial. Like it's, it doesn't look <laughs> yeah. as magical. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I just, I remember just going there and being like, oh my God, this is nice. nice. Yeah. It's so cute. I think, yeah, back to the whole like production. They obviously spent a lot of money on it. Like the budget was $120 million. Um, but you can see that and they like got nominated for Academy Awards for it. And um, yeah, the, the way that they were able to create this world, obviously some of it was CGI. Actually, I think a lot of it was CGI for the like, you know, more long shots. But yeah, I, I think the way that, there was the whole like architecture and costuming of and and also to be fair the makeup for some of them was weird like they looked odd yeah it's telling um, me whoville isn't real <laughs> Every time wait you what say yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i thought it was in like okay. america or something. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah literally um but yeah they did an amazing job for that and i think um they actually won the academy award for makeup so 
obviously he should have. Yeah. He's, he, I mean, he, even for him alone, like for, for the Grinch alone. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think back to the whole Jim Carrey being like crazy on set, mm. him and the like head makeup artist, um, they wanted to quit at one point halfway through the film because he was that <laughs> like, you know, annoying and I complaining and stuff. So he, he stuck it through and do you think obviously paid off. Do you think, so coming back to A Christmas Carol, which as I yeah. said, amazing movie. <laughs> yeah. So obviously Jim Carrey plays, he's the voice of Scrooge. Yeah. yeah. And I wonder if, because there's a lot of times when you're watching The Grinch, if you have seen The Christmas Carol where you can really hear like the similarities in mm. their voice, like they do sound, you know, the same. Yeah. I yeah. feel like there are like, Three really bad Santa villains, like Christmas villains. Mm. You've got the Grinch, you've got Scrooge, yep. and like maybe bad Santa. Yeah. Billy Bob Thornton, maybe. Yeah. But like the fact that like Jim Carrey plays two of them, yeah. I think it's pretty like, yeah. you should feel like proud. Like that's. Oh, absolutely. You know? I think the, yeah, the Grinch and Scrooge would probably be the biggest, and they've been played a few times by different yeah. people. But yeah. yeah, I think it's like that sort of kind of. Evil, angry, hate Christmas person. I think yeah. he just plays so well. So and cool. yeah, in the Christmas Carol, it's obviously a bit different. But um, I think if we're talking Christmas villains as well, I need um, I need my boys Harold, Harry, Lyme, and Marvin, Marv Merchants, the Wet Bandits and Sticky Bandits of New York City <laughs> Actually, that, in that's the mix. A good, that's a, yeah. yeah, I know. They're the goats. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I think as well, Jack Frost. Did you guys ever watch the Santa Claus? Fred Claus? Is that no, 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 no. I was watching that um, The one with Tim <laughs> Allen where he like becomes yes, Santa. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And he, yeah, Jack Frost was a good one as well. Wait, now I've just made a really stupid comment because I now I'm thinking about all the, like that asshole in Love Actually as well. I know. You, <laughs> yes, so you, many. I know. Wait, who, who hasn't seen, hasn't seen, seen that? I've seen okay. that. I love that. Um, What's his name in it? Snape. Alan, it um, Alan Rickman's Al- character. Alan Rickman. I don't know the I'm name of the character. on Emma Thompson. I yeah, fuck. He's one of the worst people. Yeah. Who else? Um, I feel like it's funny because even though there are there, you know, now there are so many Christmas films actually, but yeah. you know, that you love them all. <laughs> mm, because, they're I don't so know if good. That's a Christmas thing. If it's yeah, that makes you you know. I don't know. I think it Christmas movies like they just get you in the spirit of Christmas, like winding down and just being able to enjoy like a yeah. fun mm. Christmas story is just the best. Um, but they all hold like a different place in your heart. Like obviously Love Actually, they're all different stories, but they're yeah. all amazing. I think the thing that separates it is a good Christmas film you can watch all round, like all year mm. round. Yeah. Like and The Grinch is up there. I think there's probably only like a handful of others that, you know, you could safely say um, in that same kind of category. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, there's um, – I suppose that's what separates it as well. Yeah. While we're on the topic, actually, might as well raise a bit of a question to you both. What do we think? Oh, sorry. Where do we think the Grinch sits in best Christmas movies of all time? And on that note, what are the best Christmas movies of all time? We've already mentioned a few. Yeah. You want to take this one, Pat? I'll I'll go because I think I have a definitive five I can get away with right now. So I'm talking (laughs) Home Alone 2 in New York. Yeah. That's number one for me. I am like full belly laughter in that brick throwing scene every single time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So good. Um, number two, I'm going to say Four Holidays with Vince Vaughn. 
<gasps> and with, Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, with a, with an honourable mention movie. from John um, John Favreau in there as well mm. as the UFC um, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Great flick. Yeah. Um, three, I'm chucking in the Grinch. Um, for the elf with Will Ferrell. Amazing. Mm. Or the elf or elf. Um, and then five. You know what? I'm going to preemptively put in love actually. Not that I've seen it, but I'm <laughs> on, on your very, it's very strong call. recommendations. Yeah. No, I'm putting it in. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do you think? I agree with most. Uh, I, agree, I, agree, I agree with some of them. I'm a, as I think, I, I'm a massive rom-com person. Mm. Holiday, The Holiday yeah. with yes. Cameron Diaz, Jude Law. So good. Amazing. Mm. One of my favorite movies of all time. 100% yeah. would be. I reckon tying up there with the Grinch for like yeah. my number mm. one. Yep. Um, love actually. I watch it every Christmas Eve with my family. <laughs> yeah. Obsessed. Nice. I think it, a lot of people have that tradition as well. It's like I, I've always there are there are very few movies where I feel like um where all the different kind of storylines mm. in the end kind of overlap which mm. which work. Like yep. there was all like Valentine's Day and yeah. Eve, yeah. I think it was yeah, and all those similar. ones. But I feel like Love Actually is one that, that they nailed yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so many, like, just amazing scenes from that yeah. movie, which is yeah. amazing. For sure. I just love it. Um, yeah, what else? I mean, I love A Christmas Carol. It gives me that warm kind of feeling inside as well <laughs> that The Grinch yeah. does. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, I reckon they'd be my, up with my top. Yeah, yeah absolutely. great. I'm going to go, we've already talked about some, but just to rattle off a few for me, I think you got to have Love Actually in there, Home Alone, Again, similar to Pat, I just always laugh at probably number two takes the cake for me. Um, Elf, also amazing. I'm going to throw an oldie in here. It's a Wonderful Life. I don't know if you guys have seen that. But it's amazing. It's such a good story and it's like iconic in terms of Christmas movies. So if you haven't seen it, go watch it. Um, And also a bit of a different one here. We had a bit of a debate on it's the Facebook. Movie, yeah. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> we had a bit of a debate on the Facebook discussion group, which if you haven't joined, you should, um, about the best Christmas movies. And I'm going to put Die Hard in here because it's okay. set during Christmas. And yeah, it, I think it is a bit marginal in the sense of like, you know, being. That is controversial. Christmas themed. I reckon you'd yeah. be split pretty 50 50 with that one. <laughs> yeah. But. Like, you know, you got Alan Rickman in there. It's iconic. Bruce Willis. You know, it's Christmas. So actually, that's a good point. What is a Christmas movie? They were just trying to corner the market (laughs) in December. (laughs) That's all they were doing. They were reaching to coin. That's Um, all it was. Yeah. But no, I think um, Bruce Willis, it's obviously a classic. You can't Mm. deny that. But it's not a Christmas film in my book. Yeah. What do you guys think of Edward Scissorhands as a Christmas movie? Not a Christmas movie. Okay. But as a film? As a film, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. One of Tim Burton's greats, yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I've i seen this movie. I saw the, like, live production of it as well. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the movie is just, like, was obviously a hundred times better. But yeah. it, it gives me that, again, that warm feeling inside where he's, like, this misunderstood, like, misfit that mm. lives alone. It's actually a very similar story. Yeah, it is. The Grinch. I guess it's almost like I was going to say like another interpretation of the Grinch, maybe. Yeah, and like yeah. a modern day. Actually, that Johnny Depp wouldn't have been a, a bad. Um, yeah, true. A bad option for the Grinch. I'm gonna again have a bit of a weird uh, admission here, but first time I saw Edward Scissorhands when I was in primary school, 
I was like genuinely scared and traumatized at how he looked. Yeah. Mm. And I would have like nightmares about him. So much so that and I don't know, I don't know why I'm saying this, but <laughs> so much so that I had to sleep in my brother's bed, my older brother's bed, because I was that scared of <laughs> Edward's oh. It's actually a very rational fear, to be fair. Yeah. I mean yeah. the man's got Scissors for hands. So yeah. You know? But I, I, I found it. I found it. Like, Get over it. Kind of hot. Kind of hot. <laughs> yeah, right. I can't, I, He's got I, cuts all over he him. He does. Just, I feel like. Something about him. Yeah, He's got that like knifey vibe. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, that's I think you should, like, I think you should talk to someone about that. <laughs> yeah. I think we've got a few issues here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Another one as well. There's, there's been a few like Scrooge um, adaptations. Like you've got. Um, obviously, Scrooged with Bill Murray, Christmas Carol. Is um Ghost of a Girlfriend's Past Scrooge as well? This the other day, I was having this same because obviously it's based off Christmas yeah. Carol, right? So, but is it Christmas in? Is, no, because okay. he makes that joke and he like wakes up after the ghosts mm. have all been, and he he's like, "What day is it?" And yeah, like, is it Christmas? And he's like, no. "Yeah, all oh, right, yeah, nice, Not at all. good movie though." But it's an amazing movie. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure if you guys have seen Trading Places at all with yes. Eddie Murphy, Dan Ackerford, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, no, it's um, it falls into the category of like a diehard in inverted commas Christmas movie. Like, there's a scene where it's Christmas kind of thing. Yeah, um, but it talks about like um, you know, obviously the transition between a homeless guy and um, this guy off Wall Street, and mm. I think in the '80s, and it's a great watch one yeah. of the great comedies of all time it is yeah. i would seriously recommend it yeah so it's um dan Aykroyd and eddie murphy dan Aykroyd's character is like a wall street banker guy yeah and um eddie murphy's homeless and these two rich guys that dan Aykroyd works for have a bet for them to trade spots as in Aykroyd to be homeless and vice versa yeah um and who would like win um, but it is hilarious. It's like one of the great comedy movies. Yeah. And yeah, probably not a Christmas movie, but the cast is great. Jamie Lee Curtis is in there. Yeah. Seriously good. So go watch it if you haven't. What about Polar Express? Oh, mm. how did we? Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That is a goat film. Yeah. And also. Hot chocolate scene. Oh, oh. stop. Yeah. I think the way that. Like that movie was able to like capture Christmas, especially yeah. being animated. A lot of people give what it. Do you call that animation where it, it's? I think it's called um, motion capture, where right. it's like the people wore these suits and mm. yeah, yeah. Sure. like Tom Hanks. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the Christmas movies, and you know, I suppose a bit of a woe is me here, but what I would do to be a child getting raised in like a white Christmas, like oh, totally. I feel like it's yeah. not as synonymous with us. Like no, you know, in Australia. It's like watching it in like tropical heat. Like yeah. um, totally. whilst I'm looking at like a Polar Express, but still I can kind of, you know, use my imagination for the better part. But. I know. Yeah. Every time you like see those TikToks online and it's like the, like every time you're feeling down, remember this is like 42 days away and it's yeah. like yeah. all the snow outside and like Christmas <laughs> yeah, lights and like snuggling up by the fire. Yeah. yeah. We got sand though, so yeah. it's all good. Yeah, Fair it's enough. all good. Um, and of course, can't go without saying the Santa Claus series with uh, Tim Allen. Yeah. Goat. Goat I, I actually haven't seen that one in ages, but that was mm. one of those ones you'd always watch towards the end of the yeah. year at Christmas at school. Yeah. Don't you reckon as well, at least for people our age, especially with Christmas movies, like you can just remember going to Blockbuster and like getting like three Civic Christmas video movies. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> so nostalgic. Yeah. Fuck. 
Uh, little tangent there, but let's get back to the Grinch. Yeah. <laughs> um, one scene that I really liked that kind of made me smile was when the Grinch starts to finally get his heart. It grows three times and he's kind of like on the ground like screaming because of it. And <laughs> he finally like has a bit of like love and emotion and he calls out to Max for a hug. And it's just like, oh, like finally, like because Max has just been again copying all of the Grinch's like anger, but finally they share like a nice embrace. And I was yeah. like, fuck, that hits me in the feels. Oh, totally. What do you guys think of that? Yeah, I feel like um that whole end kind of that scene towards the end where you know he he sees Cindy Lou mm. on the top of the presents, and that really gives him the strength to to pull it back and yeah. you know, um, I guess essentially save the Christmas he once stole. Yeah. Um. And I feel like that's where, like, a lot of the really, you know, like, important lines are. When mm. they're going down, they think they're going to die. They're in the sleigh yeah. going down super fast. And yeah. she's like, we're going to die. And he's like, you know, even if we're horribly, you know, mangled, there'll be mm. no sad faces on Christmas. Yeah. And he completely has this, like, change of heart, this yeah. change yeah. of mind. Um, yeah, it's a it's a beautiful end to the movie. Absolutely. And I think to see him, like, like you said, like, redeem himself and, like, the town is all getting around him finally um, after bullying him and like ruining his life. But to see that change and I think as well to see the town itself kind of when they got the par- the presents stolen, I think the dad um, of Cindy Lou was kind of like, oh, we don't need Christmas. Yeah. We don't need presents, sorry. Like that's not the only thing with Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think the way that it ended was just beautiful and Again, back to my word, very heartwarming. Yeah, very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> very, very interesting. Yeah. Um, any other final takes on the Grinch? Um, I have one thing to say. The mayor is potentially one of the most irritating humans I've ever oh. met in my entire life because yeah. I have such well a soft said. spot for the Grinch. Every time he would like open his mouth, I was yeah. like, get back in your box. Yeah. Martha doesn't want you. <laughs> yeah. She wants the Grinch. And that, that, like, you know, at the end where he, they all kind of forgive him and mm. he goes up and Martha makes it very clear that the yeah. Grinch is the one that she wants. Yeah. And he goes up and he's, you know, talking about, he's like, no hard feelings. And then just laughs in his face and he's like, cheer up, dude. It's Christmas. Yeah, like, you know, he's he's yeah. reestablished his kind of position there. And, and, yeah. and the uh, the mayor is, you know, left on his little. Yeah. Yeah. The Fuck. mayor can suck egg. Nog. <laughs> 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 nice. Christmas pun for all you guys playing at home. <laughs> uh, yeah. Nice. I think, um, yeah, the mayor is just such a. Like he's so hateable and I think the way that he was just like a bully for the Grinch and, you know, forcing himself on Martha May, like just get out of it. And when he got his head shaved, I was like, fuck you, suck on that. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. And at the end he was like still kind of trying to be all powerful and like greedy. A bit of a Grinch as you'd say. A bit of a Grinch. Yeah. Um, Any other takes? No, I'm good. I feel like, I feel like. There are, there are, we have, look, and there's only so much you can say about it. Yeah. Essentially, a kids' movie. But I feel like the main thing that you do take away is, you know, it sounds so cheesy and Mm. it is, but like, you know, you can never really judge people based on, you know, the way that they present themselves. You've got to to kind of give them the benefit of the doubt, assume that everyone's, you know, experiences Mm. have kind of made up, I guess, the the person they are today. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I think that. For us to see Cindy Lou, like a child, be able to have that faith that you talk about and be persistent and 
as you said, give them the benefit of the doubt and keep trying to like, you know, get get into someone is really powerful message and the spirit of Christmas. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Heartwarming flick all yeah. around. Couldn't have oh, said it better best. myself. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so that is a wrap for How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Cinemates podcast where a bunch of mates chat about cinema over some drinks. And huge thank you to Annie and Pat for coming on the podcast. Pleasure. Thank you so much. No worries. (laughs) (laughs) Stop. Uh, No, it was great chatting with you. Absolutely heartwarming flick. And I'm glad that I finally watched this. Uh, So yeah, thank you guys. As always, please let us know what you want to hear about in future episodes by sending us a DM on Instagram or TikTok at cinemaze underscore. Otherwise, we'll catch you for the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Cinemates. Make sure to follow us and leave a review on your chosen streaming platforms. Also, check out our Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube channel for more Cinemates content. In the spirit of reconciliation, we acknowledge Australia's First Nations people as the traditional owners and custodians of the land and pay respect to the Camaragal people of the Eora Nation upon whose country Cinemates is based. We honour the storytelling and culture of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander communities across Australia. Also, in the spirit of chatting with mates, remember it's always important to check in with those around you. Whether it's friends, family or colleagues, sometimes they may be going through a hard time and chatting with them may reassure them that they aren't alone. If you or anyone you know is ever struggling, call Lifeline on 13 11 14. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.